Hey folks, Mad Cat here from The Balcony Show. Now if you haven't heard about Anchor, well then I gotta tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And who the hell doesn't love free? I know I do. I mean, come on. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And talk about doing the legwork. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers and be well and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show. It's time for The Balcony, the show that spotlights independent artists from all over the United States and now the world. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Here you are, The Balcony. Hi everybody, welcome. Hi. That's rude. Rudely interrupting me before we even hi, get started. I just say hi to everybody. <laughs> hi, everybody. <laughs> I never get to do that. You always start the show. That's because I'm the host. You're the co-host. Oh, <laughs> this is where we're going tonight. <laughs> By the way, I'm Andrew Chervak, and this is PETA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Otherwise right. Thatcher. <laughs> the other host person. The other host person. Uh-huh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, don't forget, we got two tickets. The question is up. Yep. And two free tickets valued at $50. To the LVMA Awards show. Right. So answer the question. Answer the question. Yep. How many scholarships does the GLVMA give out this year? Right. <gasps> I know. more than zero, and it's less than a hundred. <laughs> Speaking of billions, come on, Zuckerberg. Yeah, right. We need 15. We do. No, you know what? Elon Musk, he can launch this stupid thing up and it goes up in the space and it flies around and he puts it. He can give me $15 million so that I can finally get this going so we can get our show off. Listen, I don't care if the Sheik from Arabic gives us 15 million. Like I said, there's only one person. That's right. There you go. So are you you ready for tonight's hashtag? No. I know what's coming at me because I follow social media and you all were hanging out without me last night and that's what happens. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Hashtag a lot lizards. A lot lizards. Yeah. A lot of lizards or just a lot lizards? No. A lot lizards. Let me explain. Jesus. At one point in my life, I was... Employed at a truck stop as a waitress. <laughs> sure. <you are>. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I was. Mm-hmm. And I used to work um, sometimes the midnight shift. Mm-hmm. And at night, oh. there were. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, well, there were women that uh, they were of the promiscuous sort for a. They were hoes. Well, we call, they were called lot lizards. Okay, but I call them a lot lizards because those women drank coffee from the time, like I started. I mean, get, like pots and pots well, and they pots. Keep going in the energy cycle. Yeah, but yeah. how are they going out there and doing that? Because I mean, because eyed on a coffee. No, but you don't understand. Your bladder gets full. I don't understand. You gotta have like a cast iron bladder well, to be able to in between peeps. I no. Sometimes they're like out there, and then they come back. So I don't know what's what going are you, like on. Like inspecting them or something. Well, I pay attention. Why do you think I made such a damn good corrections officer? Oh. So they drank a lot of coffee. So they're a lot lizards. See hashtag. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we have gone down this road, people. <laughs> Bet you didn't know that oh. though. Well, I knew what they did, but I didn't know they had a specific name. But you didn't know they drank that much coffee, though. I thought they drank other stuff. No, they drank coffee. I'm telling you. I'm telling you to keep up the They're probably... They're working at night. Well, yeah. They're slaving away. 
I, I, but I, you got to give a minute. I'm, I was impressed with the amount of coffee that they could possibly drink and still go out and Maybe perform. They would be hydrated. I mean, I would be like, ah, it would, I would be guarding. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, you, oh, that's right. You worked at a truck stop. Uh, huh. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, can never. I ask you something for my friend? <laughs> a friend. Friend of mine worked at a truck stop. <laughs> no, I did work at. I drank a lot of seventy six truck you know stop. By the way, shout out to them. Tuesday. Who brings huh? like 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 coffee out the yinging every Tuesday? <laughs> this is all coming apparent now. <laughs> well, speaking of being tongue tied, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, get we're going. Gonna, we're gonna go with Nikki Loy here, all the way from <laughs> over across the pond, and uh, this is her song "Tongue Tied," and we'll be back with. <laughs> Thanks for chilling with us on the balcony. Up next, we're going to have a song from Edgar Rowe, Looking Glass. This song, as a matter of fact, just made number one on the top on the indie top forty chart. So take a listen, Edgar Rowe. <laughs> Thank you. 
back here in the reptile park. Um, <laughs> what that? Is that that's, hey, what, what, what? Did you know that lizards can lick their eyeballs? I, I Why never... do you think <laughs> these women were very good at their jobs and called lizards? I never, never put I don't that think together. They were licking eyeballs, though. Yeah, but it looks like it's winking when it licks its eyeball. Did you know that? A lizard? Why are you studying lizards <laughs> licking eyeballs? I don't know. Between that and your dang friggin' turkey stupid calls. No, no, no. I got a better one. I got another fun fact. Are you ready? Here we go. Did you know that a barnacle has the longest pee pee? <laughs> per for of an animal in existence, like per its size, like you know, like I know people talk about hung like an elephant and stuff like that, but really, if you're hung like a barnacle, then you're really hung. That's why they call me Barnacle Bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go right to our uh, our guest here, and I'm I'm sure she's happy she's following that one. Um, Carrie Goodhind. All the way from London, England, and I lost Anne. She's all passed out on the couch now. So uh, she is. She's all crazied over the barnacles. Barnacle Bill, Barnacle Bill producer. Um, oh, yeah, I know that song. That's why I'm laughing. Great song. Yeah, <laughs> one you should never sing in front of your children. Exactly. Oh, never mind. Um, right. So Carrie is actually a trained. Classical You're going to enjoy this. She is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, because we kind of know what's going on, um, interview is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So hang out. Here it comes. Lifeline. And then we'll be right back with Carrie Goodhind. Say no when you're walking on a wire, gotta reap what you sow, and he will always guide you, and I'll never let go, and I'll take you even higher. But do you wanna go? Your lucid mind will show in time if you spin around.
welcome back to the balcony. We're on the phone all the way from the UK with Carrie Goodhind. Hi, Carrie. Good evening. Hello. How are we? And Carrie is a super talented young lady. Wait till you hear You're her fine. music. Or no, you Far did. Too kind. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> we just... already played a song, you dink. See? They just heard her song. <laughs> the artist that we played before this, that we introduced, that was her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be one of these Tuesdays, Carrie. I'm so sorry. Well, somebody's got to bail us out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Always have a backup plan. So, tell us about a little bit about the song Lifeline that our uh, listeners just heard. Yeah, of course. Um, so, uh, the, all of the songs that you're playing this evening are off of the uh, current album, which was released last April. So, that's April 2017. And uh, the album kicks off with the song called Lifeline. And it really is kind of a, I would kind of compare it to a, a, a kind of a Kelly Clarkson feel to this song. It's uh, quite poppy. It's quite rocky in places. Um, and it's just about uh, being in a controlling relationship. I mean, I know a lot of singer-songwriters will agree with me when they sort of write their stuff. It's all autobiographical or it's all about, you know, situations that friends have been in or things that touch them in their heart. So it's a really, really strong song. It's quite a um, an independent female song. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, it's a great way to open the album. Do I have to come over there and thump this guy? <laughs> I'll do that it. That guy's long gone. I wouldn't uh, worry. <laughs> okay, I, I'd have gone. I'd have gone Joyzy on his butt. So you've been playing for quite some time there, uh, since I the age have. of five. Wow. Yeah, I um, I basically started with you know like like every child that wants to try everything, all all sorts of uh, walks of life, from horse riding to music to martial arts and and piano really was the one thing that stuck with me from a from a really young age so I've been playing a very long time um I was classically trained at Trinity College in London oh wow um oh so you can so like really I, really play you're just not like a good like Mary had a little lamb with a crazy left hand thing well I kind of uh I, I went for a scholarship to to get <sighs> in to do that but uh it's quite a funny story because I I kind of went for an audition with the the local bursary uh, people, so like the local council here, to get a, a scholarship to to go because the fees are absolutely astronomical. Um, and uh, and they said you, you're great, you're an amazing pianist for the tender age of 15, but you know you need two studies. And at the time, I didn't have two studies, so I had to learn very quickly how to sing. <laughs> oh wow. Um, so within three months, I'd learned how to sing and I, I had my audition at Trinity and uh, hoping that I'd get piano first study and, and singing as a, a second kind of weaker study. And actually, when I came out from the audition, it was singing first study and piano second study. Ooh, so well, it kind of just it completely did a 180 and it was wonderful and uh, and it was the best training I've ever had. And, you know, I meet a lot of musicians now who come from all walks of, of education in terms of music. You know, some come from a jazz fusion background, some come from a rock background, some from blues, grassroots, that kind of thing. Um, and they always kind of give me a shocked look when I say classical background because my music is nothing like classical right, now, right. although it has the elements of classical in it to be able to write like that. Well, what's the one thing, you know, if you can out of, I know you obviously you had a lot of training going to Trinity, but what, mm. what's, what's the one thing that really sticks out of that classical type of training that you mm. think has really helped you move forward in this more, you know, kind of pop? Yeah. Of course, of course. I think um, if you listen to this album and particularly the new album, which we are in production with at the moment, um, kind of a signature sound for me is is at least part of an orchestra with modern day twists. So you'll always hear strings You in this new album, timpani feature a lot. There's a lot of big drums. Um, you know, we, we kind of have the musicality side of it and the melodic side. So when when you train classically or when you when actually when you train professionally as a musician, um, you know, you, you do your grades and you do your training and you kind of evolve and develop as an artist from just learning how to play something to actually learning how to make it sound musical. And I think sometimes that's the difference when you're writing, you know, if you're able to write a song and actually play it. 
um, the training that I had helps me to get across the connection that I'm trying to get through the song to the audience. Do you, do you ever think that the classical training hinders you in any way? Because I know I had a Yeah, buddy... uh, no, absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's pros there's pros and cons. Um, you know, I uh, I did, uh, I remember doing jazz from my grade five and thinking, wow, this is so great because I'm, I'm looser, if you like, than what I usually am. Obviously, classical is very kind of balanced. It's very um, question and answer. Everything is very right. rigid. And sometimes in pop songs, although, you know, generally a, a pop song has, you know, a, an intro, a verse, a midlay, a chorus, all those things into the mix. Sometimes it's nice to go a little bit off the boil and have a little less structure and a little more what sounds good. Um, so, you know, yes, it does hinder sometimes because I have to come out of that kind of rigid thinking because, you know, that's kind of how it makes you feel. But, you know, once you get outside of that and you come outside of your comfort zone, it's amazing what kind of artistry you well, can actually get. And, and obviously working with other people as well is a massive thing. Speaking of thinking, how do you um, create? What's your process? So I, it's, it's, um, it's a, it's quite an interesting process actually for me. I, I will always, I've learned as I've kind of gone through the last few years writing songs that, uh, the first thing I would say to, to any artist and the first thing that is absolutely true is that, you know, you can write a hundred good thing, a hundred things in a day, but maybe only one or two of them are actually really good. Um, and it's no good trying to force that what you're trying to write because it doesn't work like that. And actually for me, what I tend to do now is, I always have music first, so I always create or compose the music first around the chord structure, and then I might leave it. I might do a verse just of music and come away for the night and that you know be happy with that. Then maybe a couple of days later I'll go back and I'll add some lyrics to that verse or I'll add a bit more music to it. And so really, for me, it maybe takes a week, a week and a half to write a good solid song. Um, but I'm I'm gentle with myself, so I don't kind of sit there and think, right, today I've got to I've got to write this, I've got to you know bash this song out and get it done because, to me, that's you know it's not the best quality that it could be. Um, so yeah, I tend to do that. Or if I hear a really good kind of one-liner quote or a really good one-liner phrase, or you know sometimes people around me come out with some amazing things that would just sound so. Uh, so colloquial and so beautiful in a song that I can write a song around that. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's weird. Like I'm not really one of these that gets up at 5am in the morning and writes or stays up till 2 in the morning and writes. I know, you know, famous people like Andrew Lloyd Webber say the best time to write is between 11pm and 4 in the morning. Well, for me, that's that's time when I'm well asleep and <laughs> getting my energy. <laughs> it, it, and inspiration is one of those things that you can't you can't kind of um, you can't sort of give it a time limit. You just have to no, kind of uh, no. develop it and, and nurture it. And it's uh, I can go weeks sometimes without any kind of inspiration and then I'll I'll you know kind of four songs will tumble out within a couple of weeks well, but you, you I gotta sat and... say one of the best mm. things that I liked about your music Carrie is that there is kind of like each song is mm. its own entity like mm -hmm. uh, some of the artists that um we've had on on the show and God knows I love them all but mm. you know, you you put a song in, and you put another song in, and it. But with your songs, they're different. They're very, very mm. different. Um, the mm. next song that we're gonna hear, "Take Me Back." I, yeah, this is just wow. So you want to set that up? <laughs> What's this about? So yeah, so this song is um, it's it's a really funny thing from a from a small age. My parents were always telling me that you know I'm I had very very eclectic influences. So my parents were a little bit older when they had me, so I was constantly listening to music from the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, right up to modern day, really. Um, and and country music, along with sort of soft rock music. Uh, had a massive influence on me as a child and, and you know, listening and developing styles and tastes. And um, and I was writing this album and my mum said to me, you know, what would be really nice is if you had a kind of a country, a feel to one of these songs. Um, not so country that you've kind of diverted away because you do have to be careful when you're writing an album. Um, if you want to release it, you know, you can get away with having maybe one or two 
uh, tracks on there that are kind of like a bit off the wall but if you're changing the complete linear of of what you're actually what the album's about then it, it can go sometimes horribly wrong so I had to kind of develop a song that came to me very easily it took me about 15 minutes to write this song um and I just basically it just it um, was very fluid through um, when I was writing and when we got into production I actually said to the producer we you know we got the song down and we we got it all in and we're t- it's talking about going back to a, a time when maybe you were sort of young and carefree and you, and you weren't wrapped up in you know how cruel and horrible sometimes this world can be with experiences but also just with general things that are going on in life and and, and in the world that we live in today um, and I said, you know, those thirds and fifths backing vocals on the chorus are going to make this song. They're going to make it sound country and uh, and without it being, you know, really sort of country country. And I think he did a really good job because no, yeah, I've had a, very they did a fantastic yeah, job. Great comments on this song. Some people say it's a pop song. Some people say, no, it's definitely country. Some say it's a love song, you know, so it's kind of. It's really interesting and very rewarding to hear people comment on a song because it's your connectivity and your work, but it's how it's made someone else feel that really is the reward. And that's really kind of, you know, people that love music and write music and perform it. Uh, that's why they do it for. All right. Well, you know <laughs> what? Real let's, ones. let's have our listeners have a listen to uh, Take Me Back and uh, you guys uh, decide for yourselves. So uh, here we are. Take me back from Carrie Goodall. Take me far away from all these feelings that I go. Each other 
right, we're back on the balcony with Carrie, the unicorn lady from London. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, these people, they don't hear our off our off camera off mic conversations but uh Wembley Stadium come on Zuckerberg a mermaid oh. yeah. on a unicorn, on a unicorn. unicorn. so Just we got saying. listen stranger things have happened at sea I'm waiting for that day there that you call go. From so you know what Elon Musk he just launched that stupid rocket that costs like 800 bajillion dollars Elon we need 15 mil buddy we're putting on a I mean, show. it's nothing. It's like it's, a cup of coffee to him, exactly. you know, posh coffee, but let's face you know, it. And he could write it off as a business expense. Absolutely. And, and we got a pretty Wembley, girl that's going to be a mermaid on a unicorn. <laughs> what more do you want in life? And her music is ridiculously good with a cool band. Thank you very much. So <laughs> there you go. Pink helicopters. In a pink helicopter with drones. People- Parachuting in, <laughs> water sliding in, water sliding in, yeah, and carry. Sounds amazing. I, I mean, I would just come just for that. It's just getting more outrageous as it goes. All right, we're gonna have to raise the budget again. <laughs> absolutely, right, so, your insurance uh, is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Shh, we'll we'll, shh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so tell um tell our listeners um you're in the studio working on a new album and you've got a pretty cool mm. gig coming up here that I think they should all know about. Yeah, we've got, um, so we're a five-piece band now, which is fantastic. Um, Myself and the lads have been working hard doing our rehearsals in the studios, and we've got our first kind of, it's kind of like a little showcase gig, if you like, at a venue in Shoreditch called the Siegfried von Underbelly, and it is as crazy as it sounds. Um, And that's happening on the 4th of April, which is a Wednesday night. Uh, And obviously London's kicking most nights with music, so... Um, the Siegfried is a great place for us to do some some uh, debut stuff of the new album, plus some unique covers, which will be great. And uh, we'll be on from around about eight o'clock to quarter to nine. So um, it should be a good little set for us. And uh, and hopefully there'll be some good uh, people in the audience to listen to our music to help promote it. So yeah, April we're really 5th, looking forward to that. April 5th. April is the 4th. Na- April no, but the 4th, 5th, yeah, it's- the 5th is a national it's- holiday. So everybody has oh, off that's- in London. Oh, so you go. got no excuse not to go to the show. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you yeah. know. I just gave everybody really... off on April 5th in London. You don't have to work. <laughs> Thank you very much. There for you the go. Pardon. So y'all have to go to y'all. London's See? like, what's y'all? See? Yeah. And y'all. where can they get your music, Carrie? So I do have a website. Uh, it's got the current stuff on it, but um, uh, obviously, you know, please feel free to go there. I'm on iTunes under Kerry Goodhind, and the album's called Integrity. The website is www.kerrygoodhindmusic.com. Twitter is Kerry Goodhind. Instagram, I believe, is Kerry Goodhind Music, and Facebook is Kerry Goodhind Music also. Um, but bear in mind, we do have a new album coming out um, later later in this year uh, we will be doing a single release that we had a, a video done before christmas which was absolutely amazing three days of professional shooting uh 17 hour days so we're really really excited to be releasing that video at the headline gig that we're hopefully well, doing later this year about what's going of on course there, girl of course when i have the video and i have copies i will obviously send you a copy and you can have a look it's um it's a little bit gargarish it's a little bit oh cool there little, we go yeah it's it's a really um it's a really strange mix but the songs are very very strong it took quite a while to to get these ones down but nice. you know we, we're kind of there with the album so it's it's all very very exciting stuff all right carrie we're gonna end tonight with your last song give me more which is yeah, my favorite i'm sorry but it's, it's like <laughs> <laughs> gotta have a favorite Anne. yeah no <laughs> this one i really really i like all of your stuff but you know how one always catches yeah that's the is, one the one always catches the heartbeat yeah, this is the one so tell us about give me more so give me more. Uh, this is a really uh, wonderful uh, song that came to me very quickly around about a time I was doing a showcase for some record labels for so Sony and a few other uh, record labels at the time a couple of years ago. And um, I basically wrote this song in the midst of all of the rehearsals and the very relentless uh, time schedules we had getting ready for the showcase for these guys. And the song is about basically just uh being so enduring in this business it's about you know it's having stamina it's learning as you go it's building contacts it's writing good music collaborating with people taking criticism and feedback you know it's all those things mixed into one and sometimes you do feel like you're 
you can't get anything right. And it, it's a completely natural feeling for any artist who's trying to make some headway in this business to feel like that, whether they're signed or unsigned. Yeah, like, like and this bribing, song is about like bribing yeah. producers with scotch. Well, it, yeah, stuff oh. like that, you know. Or it, it, I knew it. How, <laughs> I knew know, that it, it's all... an artist could not get away without <laughs> the scotch word being mentioned. Well, you know, the thing is, I'm going to bring up the Swedish bikini team. Oh, wait, well, I mean, you know, feel yeah. free to bring up what right. you like. It, it doesn't really matter. But, yeah, um, let's make you know, this everybody... about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot my train of thought. Now, no. So, uh, yeah, it's um, it's got a heavy, um, a heavy uh, instrumental feel to it. Quite orchestral, um, which is great. But it, it moves quite fluidly as well. It, it's quite... Uh, it's, it's quite a big song, really, and live it's a massive song when we put tracks to it. So it's um, we did a video for this in a place called Prido House, which is down in Cornwall on the west coast of England. And it's a massive stately home that doesn't really get rented out, but we managed to pull a few contacts to get in there. And you can see the video on the website. Um, and it's just a, an amazing song with an amazing feel. Um, and again, the producer's done a, a really good delivery of of how this song was in my head at the time so it's just about give me more give me more of everything you know I can take it I can take the pressure and and I will just take it in my stride and do one thing at a time really and I think you know it is a song that's probably quite popular because it can happen it can be connective sorry to anybody in any walk of life trying to achieve anything you know it's it's having the the positivity and the confidence to be able to move forward with what you're doing and get pick yourself up when you know when things sort of fall down around you and i think that's a great lesson for any artist out there so mm. we want to say thank you so much yes for thank taking you, your Karen. time out joining it's us been a here. pleasure thank you for having me uh, yeah don't be surprised <laughs> if we get some tickets and show up at the underground the, with the upside down. Von Underbelly. Yeah, I'm going to yes, see von Schneuvenhofen Hoofenhofen Hoofen House party at mine afterwards, yes? Oh, I'm still there now. I'm gone. <laughs> Goodbye. That works. <laughs> I got to get a plane ticket. And uh, and she's you in do. for Wembley. So uh, That's it. let's take a listen to our final track from our wonderful artist this evening, Carrie Goodhine. Thank this you is... again, Carrie. You take care and please stay in touch and keep us up to date with your new project. I will do. Absolutely no problem, man. Thanks a lot. And this is Give Me More.
Thanks for staying with us here on the balcony. And now I'm going to throw it over to Emily Noel for our spotlight. Thank you so much, Anne. So tonight's guest for Spotlight is one of my favorite people from Nashville, Tennessee. I have Kristen Parisi with me. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Emily. How are you? I'm fantastic. And one of the reasons why Kristen is so um, fantastic is she was a co-writer for my debut single, Me, Myself, and I. So I just absolutely love Kristen, and she's super talented. So I'm so excited to share her song with you guys. Thank you. Likewise, I feel the same way. Oh, well, thank you. So we have your song, Poppin' Champagne, that we're going to play for everyone tonight. So tell us a little bit about it. What is the concept behind it? Yeah, so I wrote that song back in 2015, actually, and I was just learning how to produce music and everything, and uh, the idea, I got it when um, I was working at this office job, and we hit this huge milestone, and so we celebrated by popping champagne. Everyone's like, let's pop champagne on all this stuff, and let's celebrate, and it just got me thinking, there are a lot of little reasons to celebrate every day. I mean, the fact that we just get to wake up and live life isn't enough of a reason to celebrate, and so... That's kind of the idea behind the song is just celebrating wherever you are. You don't need a, a super special occasion to do it. Absolutely. And that's what I loved about the song. It was really fun and upbeat and it really does lift your spirit. So I absolutely loved it. Now, did you produce this song as well? Because you do work with um, Big Ten in Nashville and you work with producing. So were you the producer behind this song as well? Yeah, I produced it and uh, I recorded my own vocal and I mixed and mastered it myself. That's so awesome. Do you find it hard to do that with your own song or do you find it easier? Uh, sometimes it can be more difficult. I can be a little uh, overcritical of like my vocal performance and I mm-hmm. want it just right. But with this, it was funny because the vocal that ended up being the final vocal was just a, supposed to be a scratch. And I guess the more that I listened to it, the more it just sounded like the final. So that's not something that usually happens for me. So that was a nice surprise on the song. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely think I would be more critical. That's why I love putting everything in Andrew's hands. I'm like, just do what you need to do. Yeah, you guys are a good I trust team. You. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So um, you had Cody Walden um, featuring on this as well. Um, so do you work with him often with um, a lot of things for Big Ten? Yeah, this year in, in 2018, we're really working closely with Cody. He's actually the president of Big Ten. And so oh, okay. the original writers on it was, um, it was me, David Reuter, and Justin Buttry. And I played the just the the original pop version that I had been working on, and Cody's like, you know what, you should have a, like a rap part in this. And you know, we'd been working together, and I'd said, you know, Cody, anytime you hear something I'm working on that you want to rap on, you can be on it. Like I'd love, I love his artistry and his writing, and so um, he he wrote that verse, and uh, that's the first of like many songs that we're working on with him and with Lazaro Rodriguez out of Miami. And so, yeah, expect some stuff from Cody this year, too. All right. Well, I'm excited. We'll definitely have to get him on as well when he starts releasing his stuff. So where can we get this song? um, Is it out to purchase or um, where can we find it to listen to? So right now it's just on SoundCloud. We wanted to get it out in time for the Super Bowl. And so SoundCloud.com slash Kristen Parisi. And it'll be everywhere, all digital retailers on March 2nd. Excellent. So we'll make sure that we share that with everyone so they can get it. Um, So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your song with us. And I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Thank you, Emily. Absolutely. So this is Kristen Parisi featuring Cody Walden, Poppin' Champagne. It's been a good day. Now we're gonna celebrate. 
heard from Kristen Parisi all the way down in Nashville. And now we're going to go up north to Canada, da, 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 or otherwise known as Canada for normal people, to uh, Madison Mueller, and this is Breath of Air. I don't know why I just happen to think a little more. On the sun fades And the clouds they pour And I don't know why I just happen to stay awake at night When it's cold out And the bugs they bite And the creatures that I hear While they whisper in my ear All the good
you back on the balcony with Ann and Andrew. With Barnacle Bill, the sailor. Proudly <laughs> produced <laughs> at Midnight Studios out of Easton, Pennsylvania. There you go. Where barnacles rule. <laughs> oh, no. We've made a monster You've again. Gigantic again. But Bernard's mind. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I can't even think straight. Well, once again, another fantastic show yeah. with fantastic music. Some and women power. Women power. Love and it. Yeah, it is. I guess it was it's all women today. Woman power show. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, the interviews. Yeah. Well, and both of their names uh, started with K. Yeah. <gasps> it's the K show. See? K? <laughs> no, I won't say it. Just go. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to The Balcony. Remember, you can get on our show by going to thebalconyshow.com and send us your MP3s. Good night. Say good night, Andrew. Good night, Andrew. And we're going to go out tonight with a song from the Chondriacs, Out of the Blue.
takes me out of the blue. 